You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Hey everybody, this is uh, El Dorian here in Kansas City, co-GM for uh, the New Orleans Rougarous, um, doing another episode of Getting to Know some of the New Orleans uh, Rougarous. Um, we've had a couple episodes in the past. Uh, we're doing another one, this one, with uh, our relief pitcher who just joined the team uh, this year in free agency, uh, player named Gristle McThornbody. Uh, A.K.A. DJ Tyrant. How's it going, man? It's good. Coming at you from Southern California. Yeah. Yeah. So you have been in the league um, a handful of seasons now. I'm trying to count up yeah. how many here. It's a yeah, big, I got I think this two, is your fifth? two years in the minors and two years on Seattle. And this year is my fifth year uh, with you guys on New Orleans. Yeah. And we've known each other for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Oh, man. Um, trying to think back. It's, Mid-2000s? Uh, it would have been... We would have met at E3. Like, that was the first time we met in person. But, like, we knew each other, right? I think so. Uh, I, well, I, I wrote for WoW Stratix. I think that's where we first met. Yeah, yeah, because I was writing for the same site. And I want to say it was E3 2004, maybe 2005. I don't remember yeah, which one. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I, went, I, I was able to go to 04, 05, and 06. Because okay. I was working at GameStop at the time. <laughs> you know, no, they were just like not really checking if you should be there or not you're yeah. just like oh you work for GameStop sure come right in you're in the game industry <laughs> but I'm making like peanuts I'm working like 20 hours a week it's like okay <laughs> yeah yeah because we worked on that website together then we went to another website where we worked together and we went to another website that I own that you you uh helped me on we've covered so yeah. many blizzard events through the last 17 years um yeah we have done work for blizzard yeah i mean Um, i had a two-week contract in 2015 to help them with some stuff at blizzcon and that was super cool to see everything behind the scenes and yeah yeah. no those were those were long like 16 hour days too yes And, and uh and you're a huge baseball fan yeah i am i actually was introduced to baseball by my grandfather um we would always watch dodgers games and on the local station we usually would go at least once a year to watch a game over at dodger stadium so it's a lot of fun and so i've kind of seen <laughs> as you have as a longtime royals fan i'm sure seen the gamut of having terrible seasons and rebuilding and winning a world series and all that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't grow up a Royals fan though. Like you grew up a Dodgers fan, right? Oh yeah. Like yeah. Oral Hershiser was one of my favorite players growing up. Right. So that clues you on how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, you're just, a, you're, you're younger than me though. A little uh, bit. I think, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Um, no, I grew up a Cubs fan, like, Cubs, oh, right. yeah, like, Cubs were what I grew up with, um, uh, that was what for... my grandfather grew up with, is he's from Chicago, and he was a big Cubs fan, so, yeah. when they won the World Series uh, a couple of years ago, it was, like, a big moment for, for him. Uh, I remember when they won the World Series as well because we were together when okay, that happened. Yes. So I have a crazy <laughs> story about this. So um, because of where BlizzCon is during the calendar year, it's all it always seems to come up like right to the end of the World Series. Like Game Six, Game Seven is usually happening right before BlizzCon. People come in early, a couple days to get settled and all that. 
Um, I was driving down to BlizzCon, and it was Game 7, so I'm listening to the game on the radio, and then I stopped to, like, get a drink or something, because there was bad traffic, and so I'm not listening to the game at that point. I get back in the car, and I don't, I don't even remember who they were playing. Uh, they were playing um, the Indians. The Indians. And the Indians had tied up by the time I had used the restroom and gotten a drink and got back in my car. I was like, what the heck just happened? Uh, and then it goes into extra innings. And I park at my hotel and I rush over to the Hilton Hotel. And you're there. Everyone is there watching the game because it's an extra inning. So everyone's yeah. sucked into it. Yep. And that was definitely one of the coolest sports sports moments I've been a part of. Um <laughs> At BlizzCon. At BlizzCon. Just because I, <laughs> uh, I don't normally go out to watch games at a bar with a bunch of people necessarily. So that was really cool to see them win it with you and everyone else there. Yeah, because I was sitting there. I think I was like the only person there that was wearing like a Cubs jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, um, I just remember... um. Oh, I don't remember his name now, but he's like one of the Diablo guys, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And he was he was there with us like the entire time. We we were drinking. I was pretty drunk already. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, but he kept going like, "Wouldn't it be cool if the Indians like tied it up right now?" And oh, I'm like, no. I'm "Like, no, shut up. The Cubs are gonna win." And then they tied up. I'm like, "You son of a bitch! <laughs> How dare you!" And uh, no, and then it just went in that weird like delay of game type thing, the rain delay. That's right. Uh, That's yep. why I was able to yep. get there, and the game was still going on because there was that <laughs> rain delay. Yep. And then and then the the Cubs were able to pull ahead there and and win yeah. it at the end. And uh, um, I remember hugging people that I've never met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those sports <laughs> things that just happens. Right. And uh, I remember you were there when they won as well. Um, I thought yeah. you were there for the whole game, but yeah, you, you showed no, up later. No, I, I literally just got in the tail end of it. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, that, was, that, that has to probably go up there as one of the top moments for me as well as memory-wise, uh, watching that there because... Of just the atmosphere within that hotel, because that ho- that hotel lobby was packed. There's there's yeah. a lot of people in there, um, and it was just a lot of fun, like hearing people cheering for something that's not even close to, like the venue or even the teams <laughs> that are playing. Like like we're in S- Southern California watching, you know, the Cubs and the Indians play, right? A bunch of Central U.S. teams, that right? People don't necessarily care about out here. Yeah, um, but that was also, like, the year after the Royals had won it all, and I got mm-hmm. super lucky uh, uh, because, I, you know, I, we go to BlizzCon every year, right? And uh, yeah. uh, most of it has to do with because of my website. Um, I got super lucky that the two years before that, BlizzCon didn't take place until after the World Series was done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I had season tickets to the Royals and got to watch the playoffs in both 2014 and 2015. Yeah, that's um, that's awesome. But I but the reason why it was lucky is I uh, so 2014 it went seven games, but 2015 it went five <laughs> games. So that's like I was getting worried that it was going to go six or seven games. And I'd have to reschedule my flight to BlizzCon. Oh, I remember that. You were just like, I, I don't want it to go <laughs> any longer in this series. Like, I wanted... The thing is, though, like, I, I wanted them to win just right there. Just because... Get it over with, right? But I mm-hmm. also wanted them to come back to Kansas City and play Game 6. And for them to win in Game 6. But I'm like, no, just get it done. Just win. Just win now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't need a comeback story, right? Or <laughs> anything like that. Um, so, so instead, what was cool is the day before I flew out to BlizzCon, there was the World Series Parade, and I got to witness that. 
So I wouldn't have gotten to otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so that 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 was pretty cool. So I'd I'd have to say like my number one like sports moment is definitely the twenty fourteen uh World Series, right? Mm-hmm. Uh not World Series, uh wildcard game. Yeah. Um where the Royals, you know, hadn't been in the playoffs for, you know, twenty nine years. Going into a wild card game, down big, going in, <laughs> yeah, and, and tie it up in the ninth, and then go extra innings, and then yeah. hit a walk off, uh, and then, and then just win the rest of the games until they get to the World Series, and then lose mm, to the yeah. freaking Giants. Oh well, well, at least we can commiserate on that about right, not liking the Giants, uh, but that reminds me, probably my favorite like in person baseball moment was it's not even a play i haven't actually been to a playoff game yet um but it was a regular season game in like 2018 it was towards the end of the season dodgers were fighting for first place with i think colorado that year and they were playing and i got very lucky because my girlfriend's um friend um this guy has like he's pretty wealthy and he has season tickets and all that so we got to sit like right behind the batter's box, which was probably, I'll probably never be able to do that again, but that was one of the coolest moments I got seeing. Uh, went to extra innings and Chris Taylor walked it off with like a three run home run, the oh, nice. bomb of the 10th or something like that. And it was just, that was the loudest I've ever heard Dodgers see him in my life. And it was just a, I, I mean, I say it, it was just a regular season game, but it like either put us ahead or tied us in the NL West with like, handful of games left or something like it. So yeah. it was a really so important it's basically, game. It's, so it's basically playoff atmosphere <laughs> at that point, right? Yeah. 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 And and playoff baseball is just like a whole different animal. Like even or or even like going into playoff baseball. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a close uh uh you know if you're close to other teams or stuff like that, it, it feels like a playoff atmosphere. Oh yeah. And it's just all a different bets are beast. off everyone yeah. everyone's available to pitch. Like it's crazy and the crowd's just so into it um like it's just like going to a royals game during the regular season um and going to a royals game in the playoffs is like i like i can't even describe the difference like it's one's laid back and the other is i'm actually over in arrowhead watching a chiefs game (laughs) <laughs> on Sunday, but yeah. maybe even, but but without the, uh, uh, stupid ch- tomahawk chop, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like that Dodgers team too. I've been to plenty of games where it's just been like whatever. It's another game, but like anytime we're playing, like the Giants, I've been to, I've been to a lot of games where we played the Giants. That feels like a playoff game, no matter where we are in the standings. <laughs> Yeah, Royals don't really have that kind of uh, uh, rivalry with another team in that sense. Like, we kind of have the Cardinals, right? But they're in another league, so we only play them a handful of times. Um, But they're close enough where it's like a, you know, cross-state rivalry. Um, But we all just really get annoyed at St. Louis because we hate St. Louis in general. Um. Oh, good. Another yeah. thing we can agree on. Because <laughs> there, well, there was a run there in the early 2000s where the, the Cardinals would just beat us every time in the playoffs. It was just like, no matter what we did, they would just stop us. Yeah, I, I, I just don't like St. Louis in general. I don't like the city. I don't like the team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the only one I can think of. Other than, like, and this was before my time of being a Royals fan, like, Think of like the late seventies, early eighties, Royals and Yankees when they mm, were competing yeah. against each other. Um, you'd always see like these huge fights break out. Um, <laughs> you know, like people sliding into each other and just start wrecking each other all the time. And the Royals and the Yankees just mm-hmm. absolutely hated each other back then. Um, nowadays it's not like that anymore. Yeah, I think that the only thing remotely close to that is maybe Dodgers Astros. Right. But even then it's pretty, pretty calm. 
Uh-oh. Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly throws close <laughs> to someone and gets thrown out immediately. So nothing happens. <laughs> just uh, just give someone the lip and walk away. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah. But um. But the other baseball memory I can think of is, uh, then again, like the 2015 World Series, Game 1, um, playing the Mets, and uh, bottom of the ninth, I'm, I'm in the stands, bottom of the ninth. I don't remember if there's one out or two outs. I want to say there is two. I would have to go back and look now. But Alex Gordon up to the plate, down by one run, he just hits a bomb, mm-hmm. ties it up, sends it in extra innings. Um. End up walking it off later. That's so awesome. Yeah. And like, and, and that's the reason why, um, my current player park factors has Alex Gordon as, uh, his render. And, uh, I, I love the image of when he's hitting that home run, he's got, you know, he's holding up his index fingers. He's rounding first base, like just let's go, you know? moment <laughs> yeah um but uh i i i finally got to meet him uh, i was right before covid um so it would have been like 2019 or so mm-hmm. and i finally got to meet him get, get a baseball autograph by him with uh uh 2015 world series champs inscribed on it mm-hmm. so that that was that was pretty cool. Um, I've actually met a lot of different Royals players from that team. I have a lot of autographs from, from <laughs> that team. That's so cool. But, um, but yeah, so PBE, um, I introduced you to it and a bunch of other people <laughs> Yeah, from you our D&D group. But it's funny because when I introduced you to it, I think I was just showing like uh, some of the games that were like that were going live on Twitch. And I thought it was funny that I would see you every once in a while in the chat room uh, saying stuff about either my team or my player. <laughs> and and you weren't even playing you, you you weren't even playing in the league yet. I, yeah, I know. I was just I was like, oh, I can pop in for a minute and make some jokes or something. But did well, that, did I know is that what got you in. hooked or or wanting to participate or what? Yeah, that knowing you and Charlie and Eric were in the league, like so I have other people to talk with about it in my friend group, like really help me like want to be a part of it and definitely having you explain how it works helped because at first it's like i think everyone who first starts in pb feels like oh my gosh this is so daunting there's so much to do but then you have it broken down it's like okay it's not it's not that bad <laughs> it takes like 15 minutes a week yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i keep telling people unless you're a really slow typer and, yeah. and and you have a lot of difficulty like typing words, right? It can Just, be a little uh, difficult. Do voice to text. Yeah, uh, you're not the first one I've heard say that. <laughs> um, in fact, that's what that's what a uh, Balrog does as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, they uh, they forced me to learn touch typing in fifth grade by covering the keyboard, but. Uh, they incentivized it by if you could finish the touch typing program, you could play Oregon Trail faster. So I got very good with touch typing because of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's like 150 words. Well, it's 300 words total. Yeah, that's it's not that's terrible. Not um, but I but I find that it's like the one that people balk at the most. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm also one of those that I, I can just sit there and type really quick on what's on my mind and just babble. Right. Um, and I, in fact, I wanted to time myself, uh, 
this week and also see if I was the first person to respond to all of the uh, point tasks and the activity oh, checks when yeah, they came be up. the first one in there. Because <laughs> I wanted to be the first one in every single one, and I did it. Yeah, nice. And uh, I timed myself, and it took me 13 minutes to do every there single task, including the written ones. There you go. It's like there's no excuse for me because it's only 9 o'clock for me when that right. comes over. Right. I need to just start pinging you that night and just be like, yo, get yo, it done. Do it. <laughs> just get it done. Yeah. Um, but no, you've, uh, so you've witnessed a handful of different teams now. Um, uh, you got, did you get drafted or picked up by waivers on California? I don't remember. Uh, I believe they drafted me. Okay. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Cause I watched the, I watched the draft stream. Okay. Well, no, I, I think you got picked up by waivers. Actually, because I'm looking at oh, your, I'm looking at yeah. your stats. You only played 35 I, games. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I started mid-season. Yeah, um, I think the stream that you're thinking of was when was you got drafted C- by Seattle. C- yeah. Seattle. Yep. Yeah, so you, you got picked up by waivers to California. Um, uh, that was, I think, Shu was the GM. Yep. Yeah, she was. And then. Was it the second season? Like she was, she still there the second season, or was that Shoe when Casey came there. in? Okay, she was still there. That was his last season, I believe. All right. And what did you think of your time in the minors? I thought it was really good, and it's um, a good place to get your your bearings on everything and kind of see how things are gonna go. Um, it's definitely nice. Because you're not being thrown to the wolves with people with a bunch of uh, TP that you can't necessarily compete with at that point. Um, like everyone's on a pretty level playing field there. They've only been, they're either just starting out their, their character and build or it's been like a year. They're like a year in or something like that. So, right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, got to know more of the community and just, get more involved with it and watching the stream games is always super fun because just like in uh new orleans discord like it was always a lot of fun being in the locker room and talking about the games just getting excited (laughs) over over everything it was it was cool yeah and uh it didn't look like california had looks like you made it to semifinals one season yeah, we did and do the playoffs once. And it looks like you went to the playoffs twice. You went there their first season, um, lost in the first round, and then your second season looks like you lost in the semifinals. For some reason, I thought you were in the World Series, but I might be thinking of Igor with the Flamingos. So. Yeah, I think so. All right. And then you got drafted by um, Seattle. Yeah, I did. And they were they're a brand new team. Um starting to finally maybe come into their own in the next season. Um it doesn't feel like they're just there yet this season. Um but I've heard they have there. a really good locker room. Yeah, they have a really solid locker room as well. Um lots of fun stuff to do in discord and just getting to know everyone in the organization is really well laid out. I mean, I, I mean, you've done it yourself and I've done it trying to manage discord servers. And, you know, it's a lot of work to at least initially set it up. And Seattle's is really, really well done. And so is uh, New Orleans, of course, but. Yeah, I, I think that I, I that feel like I feel like our locker room is like now granted I I'm kind of I'm not in their locker room, I'm in their Discord. Um mm-hmm. or am I still in their Discord? Did they boot me? I might have left myself, who knows. <laughs> no, I'm still in it. I'm still in it. We're good. We're good. There you <laughs> go. I was about ready to wreck some people. 
It's actually one of the few <laughs> team discords that's not my own that I'm in. Um, it feels like um, the difference between ours and theirs, they're a lot more talkative. They're a lot, I feel a lot younger as well, but it seems like they have a good mix of uh, 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 people there um, as, as far as age-wise. And I think one of the differences with us and the Rougarous is I think we're all just old farts. <laughs> we, we, we might be, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we do have a we do have a channel called the Rougarous Retirement Home. So, yeah, you know. I, I see that. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I'm the oldest GM in the league currently. Oh wow, that kind of surprises me. At least I might still be. Um, uh, mm -hmm. with some of the new people that joined, maybe they're older, but I think I still am. I mean, most of uh, honestly, most of the GMs are mid twenties. Like really, uh, which surprises me as well. But if you think about it, like most, I would say if like if you took, um, like a demographic, uh, age thing to figure out, uh who's playing in PBE, I think you're going to find the majority are in the 18 to 25 range. That kind of surprises me. <laughs> Why does that surprise you? I I don't know. I I feel like younger people don't necessarily gravitate towards baseball. But it's fake baseball. It is fake baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. But, I don't know why I have those presumptions. I don't know. It, it seems silly for me to have those presumptions because, like, taking this back to BlizzCon, like, the age and background of people there runs the gamut of anything you could think of. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, no, I would say I would say you'd find the vast majority between 18 and 25, and then you'd start finding uh, another age gap probably between 25 and... 34 um would mm -hmm. probably be your next highest and then uh 35 and older is probably not as many and i feel like that 35 and older range would probably be everybody that's on the rigorous <laughs> <laughs> well i'm on there so yeah <laughs> so, oh man so it's it's one of those things where i think uh, we, we do have some younger people on on the team, but mm -hmm. um, I just I think it's funny that if well our 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 head GM I think is like twenty five twenty six, um I'd have to well he's ninety he's got ninety six in his name right so uh I'm I'm assuming yeah, that's I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's his birth year right. <laughs> So that would put him at like twenty five, twenty six years a, old, that's right? That's a fair assumption, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that he's a lot younger than I am. Um, uh, but he doesn't act like it. He acts a lot older than that, to be honest. Um, <laughs> which that's the other thing is a lot of people I feel like, uh, especially like in a management position in PBE, like seem like they act a lot older. Um, in some cases. <laughs> mm. Until you get into the stupid drama, um, then people act like fifteen-year-olds, right? Yeah, but that's like any organization. It's... We've we've dealt with our fair share of drama in the Blizzard community, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> at least stupid drama. There, there's real drama, and then there's stupid drama. Yes, there's stupid drama. Um. But, um, uh, yeah, or I don't know where I was going with that, to be honest, but I know that, um, uh, I know we have one player who's in his sixties on the team. Um, in fact, I met him, uh, we went and got, went to the Negro league baseball museum together, um, oh, nice. earlier this year. Um, but I think most of the people are in the, 35 to 40 range. Um, but we have some players on PBE that are even older than that. Um, uh, I don't, I know that you don't visit the forums very often, probably don't read the media. 
uh, within the forums very often. But if you ever get a chance, um, if you ever see a, uh, a media post by Chess Safari, I highly recommend to go read it. Because okay. he's been posting baseball stories um, of his experience because he was, he worked for baseball for a bit, like as a scout. I'd have to go back and read his post. He, he, he did, he, he has been to like every stadium in the country mul- multiple times, maybe, um, at least before some of the newer ones got created. Um, the guy's like 72 years old. And uh, he has a player in PBE. Um, he plays for, he got drafted by Outer Banks last season. So he's a fairly new player. He had an older player as well that he had retired. Um, and then this is his recreate. Um, but go check out his stories sometime. Yeah, I'm on his profile right now. So I'll be. He's got those two out. of them that are really, really good. Um, one of them has to do with um, an experience he had at Fenway Park where he, uh, him and a friend had gotten into the park with no one else there. Oh, wow. Before a game and climbed uh, the wall. (laughs) I actually just saw that on his profile. The, yeah. the title. That's a long. That's a long, that's a long. That's a read. long read. It's yeah. a long read, but I highly recommend to go read that. Um, I definitely will. Yeah, that was just a, just a really really good story. And his other one has to do with, um, Carlton Fisk. And uh, him meeting, that player before he got big and being a scorekeeper in one of his games and having him get mad at him. <laughs> I think it was Carlton. I think that's right. That's great. Yeah. So that was another really good read, but he's going to start posting more of them. And he asked, he says he has a war, uh, Kansas city Royals one. Okay. Um, so you're definitely waiting and, for uh, that one. <laughs> and I'm like, go, go do that one. I think he said he has a, a Dodgers one as well. Um, okay. I'd have, to, I'd have to go look and and see if see if I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, would definitely uh, definitely be interested in that. Yeah, but um, if you ever get a chance, like anybody that's listening, like if you have not read Chess's uh, stuff, go read it because it is some like if you love baseball stories, like he just writes really really well. Um, why am I not finding, uh, the time I climbed, let's see, um, it's weird because I clicked on his profile, it was like the second thing on, under my content. Oh, okay, he says he has an Oakland, Kansas City, and Cleveland one. Okay, so it wasn't a Dodgers one. I was thinking Oakland was what I was thinking of. Somewhere in California. I mean, it's such a small state that... I know. Really tiny. (laughs) That has to be, like, super close to the Dodgers, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, someone recently asked me if I was near Oakland, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, eight hours south of Oakland. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. California's not a small state. No. Um, but yeah, so you had, um, you wanted to be a starter at some point, right? Were you a starter in the minors? No, I was usually a closer setup. Okay. Um, but you're wanting to potentially move to a starter. Yeah, I really would like to see him. I keep telling you. If you want to do that, <laughs> you need to start earning more than what you're currently doing, man. Yeah, need to max out that PVE. Yeah, you need to, you need to, you need to get some of that money and and start getting some and equipment money too. Yeah. 
start doing these uh these podcasts with me maybe um that's it's actually a good way of getting money um but yeah so but on the flip side of that your stats in relief pitching I mean, haven't been terrible. You're having a really good season this year. Um, you did have 16 saves last season with Seattle. Mm-hmm. But you also had a 5 ERA. <laughs> yeah, a little rough. <laughs> so, you know... You, but you know, you did bring that down from your first season where you had a six and a half ERA. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, well yeah. welcome to the big leagues goes from <laughs> three sixty seven in the minors to six forty nine. <laughs> yeah. But uh so you they had you out there for fifty games and fifty two games the first two seasons. So you played in about half the games. Um, currently over in New Orleans, uh, midway through the season, um, you're sitting at 14 games pitched. You have two saves that they just happened today. Both of them did. Um, <laughs> with a one, a buck 25 ERA and less than a one whip with 0.88. That's pretty good it's a small sample size though yeah it's a smaller sample size but it looks good <laughs> um let's see what you did in the last like 10 games here because today like so the thing that happened today because uh, i think i had you set um coming in because you're kind of still at lower tpe and mm -hmm. as you can see like you can get rocked pretty hard with yeah. that. I've in the last ten I have one win and two saves. Right. Um but the change that I made today compared to before today um is I had your bullpen roll a little bit different. Um basically uh had you in there a little bit less. It was normal usage. Um but um, you had, like, no specialized role. So you would just kind of come in when needed. And um, the issue with that is uh, uh, we have three starters that can go, like, extremely deep in the games. Uh, McDougal, mm -hmm. um, Hero, which is Balrog's player, and uh, Deferrari. Um, they're all, like, they can all go at any moment uh, eight, nine innings. Uh, so we don't use our bullpen that much. Um, but when we do use our bullpen, we have um, Wright, who is currently our stopper. He comes in um, mm -hmm. the seventh inning and later uh, and comes in at high leverage situations. Um, mainly because he's sitting at 1,200 TPE. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh then we had Pleasants, who's a flamethrower build, um, who's been on the team forever, is probably gonna be somewhere in I think he's already in the top five all time in saves. I'd have to go look. Um he's been on the team for a long time and he's probably only got a season or two left in the majors. Mm-hmm. Um I had him set as a setup man, but the issue this year was he was just getting rocked. Like he, like he'd come in and just get annihilated. Um, so I changed that up and put you in as a setup man starting today, and you came in today, um, on a five-two win against Detroit and pitched three innings of no-hit baseball and got the save. <laughs> Three strikeouts too. Yeah, three strikeouts. So uh we won that game five to two. Um and Detroit's not a bad like Detroit's a good team. They're in mm -hmm. they'll be in the playoffs with us, right? 
as long as neither one of us fall off the planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, knock on wood. So, um, but then we played the Death Valley Scorpions, who at the time had the best record in the league. And you came in in a safe situation there, pitched to two batters, struck them both out, and got the save. In a 5-3 yeah, win. Pretty, uh, can't ask for, for much more than that. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, uh, Balrog pitched uh, six and two-thirds of an inning, giving up two runs. Um, Wright came in for uh, one and two-third innings. He did give up a run. That's our uh, stopper, and he got the hold, and then you came in there right at the end. Mm-hmm. Through ten pitches and six of more strikes. <laughs> Vintage uh, Eric Gagne going on there. <laughs> Which is, if it's, if it's not obvious, it's who I modeled my character after. Right. Yeah, because your SIG has him. That's, him, like, that's yeah. your player render. Yeah. Um. Speaking of what, how did you come up with? I like I know how you came up with the name, but how did you come up with the name Gristle McThorn Body? Yeah, so there is a, there is a time in my life I I don't watch nearly as much as I used to, but I would religiously watch uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand with some friends, and there's this one episode for this movie called Space Mutiny. And they just riff on the guy's name, like just mispronounce it, miss totally just giving him random names. And one of them was Gris. Why am I like stumbling on this already? <laughs> Gristle McThornbody. And I, I remember when they said that, and I, I was laughing the entire time. But that just, I don't know why, that just crushed me when, when they said that. So if you're looking for a Funny two hours. Definitely check out the uh, MST3K episode with the uh, Space Mutiny. I'm pretty sure it's on streaming somewhere, but yeah, it's it's a very bad movie with some funny jokes on top of it. There is actually a YouTube clip um of that. Oh yeah, where it's yeah. just them it's a compilation with like it, it. Yeah, it's a compilation of all the names that they're giving him. <laughs> Like, if you ever wanted, like, a and d character name idea, just go there. Or or if you needed a PBE player name idea, <laughs> just go there and listen to that and pick one of the names. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the video is only a minute long. Yeah, but, but still, like, yeah. it's still, like, 60 <laughs> still names or so something good. like that. <laughs> the first comment on this video, every D&D barbarian name you'll ever need. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, there's like yeah, so was, many good ones. It was between that and Big McLarge Huge. <laughs> Big McLarge Huge. <laughs> I like that one too. Uh, I think I like Gristle McLaurin Body better just because it's it's one of those names where it's not like just completely like <laughs> like just like pitchy McPicture pitch face you know <laughs> yeah you know, it's not like that where it's like this is could be an actual name i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> there's definitely some names though that come up uh during the stream and the announcers say them <laughs> i just start laughing oh like good old holding a fart <laughs> that's that's still that's one of my all-time one. favorite ones it's so good <laughs> Uh, oh, but yeah, there's some there's some pretty great ones. They've cracked down a little bit on some of the more vulgar ones, as they should. But um, yeah, there was there was one that was borderline, and I I thought it was funny though. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but it's uh, still funny. Yeah, I like um I like Person <laughs> Man's character or both his players' <laughs> names. On DVS, there's someone named Ah. ah. Yep, that's Person Man. That's <laughs> that's his recreate. His 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 uh first uh his first player name was first name last name. 
Oh my gosh. He's actually going to, I think he's in the Hall of Fame now. But, that's awesome. But yeah, that's his, uh, that's his second player there is Ah uh, Ah. Uh. I was stupid and just named my first player after my real name so that yeah. everybody can dox me. Because that's what I did. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the smartest tool in the shed. Um, it happens. Yeah. But um, I, I like my, I like my current player's name. I like Jerk Diglett. It's like, that, that's, that's a, a very baseball name. That's a very baseball name. <laughs> Mike Boss. That's a that's a good one. Jimmy Blamo. <laughs> yep. Um. But yeah, no, it's just I love some of the names that uh, that we come up with. The, um, the new uh, rookie that we had. Um, did you see what his name was? He had no. to change it because, and it wasn't vulgar, but he had to change his name. Um, you 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 know XKCD, right? The the comic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he named his player uh, Robert <laughs> Drop Players Table or Table Drop Players or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> L- funny. little little Bobby Tables, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my and, gosh. And uh, he tested it in the sim just to make sure it wouldn't mess anything up. Just so it wouldn't actually break it. And he's like, yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. And uh, it, it messed up the index, though. Oh, my gosh. Because uh, you, you couldn't uh, sort players. You couldn't sort the players with his name in the list. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, now I'm just browsing teams and looking at names, and there's uh, Sarasota has someone named Robert Mountain. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. No, there's there's a lot of um really good names that people have come up. Uh, one of my favorite ones is still uh Stan Antonio who plays for San Antonio. <laughs> the catcher for Sarasota is a cardboard cutout of Derek yep. Jeter. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Good times. But uh, no, there's there's some great names that uh, you get to hear uh, come up on the uh, the streams every once in a while. Um, what's what's been your favorite thing so far with uh with PB? Uh, is probably getting to live my childhood dream of actually playing baseball. But you're not of. actually playing baseball. I know I'm not actually, but through Gristle McThorne body, I kind of am in a fake roundabout way. Okay. I, I mean, I get it. I get it. Did you ever play like, um, uh, do you ever play like sports games and stuff on like, uh, for like on PlayStation or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty casual about it though. Nothing too like I I don't I haven't really done any of the like career modes or anything like that. So, so you, you never got into really... you never got into the career modes because I feel yeah. like that's the gateway drug. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is because that's what that's what Balrog was really into, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I was really into. Like, um, you know, one of my favorite. Uh, games was baseball stars for the Nintendo, for the original Nintendo, mm-hmm. and one of my favorite things was about it was because you can create like your own players and give them names and create like your own team names and then compete in like a tournament type setting with them and uh, uh, make the players better and stuff. Um, and then later on, uh, when you started having games like uh, uh, Madden or Mm-hmm. Um, uh, NBA 2K or um, even the show where they had that career mode and then you made your player and then you competed on a major league roster, you know, a, a, a professional team. Like, yeah. that was my jam is I love doing that and just seeing like, okay, this is my player that this would be, you know, I just play seasons and seasons and seasons of that and get my player like really good and just dominate. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I love that. 
And this just scratches that itch on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why I never got into that, but like the first, the first baseball game I played was um, also on the NAS. Was that the official MLB one? Uh, RBI um, baseball. No, it's all, it's just called MLB. Oh, it's hmm. it's RBI like, yeah, baseball the, was the one I remembered that had the major yeah. league teams. I don't think I played played that one. It look they all look very similar to each other. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just remember playing a lot of this and playing as the Dodgers and stuff like that. Oh yeah, you see yeah, yeah, I had all the licensed teams and I think the players too. Right. All right. I've seen the box art for this. Mm-hmm. Um this is RBI baseball. Oh, is it? I mean I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's the same. It's the it's same very style. Similar, yeah, it might be. It, yeah. Oh, I wait, wonder if go. they relicensed mm-hmm. it later to be the name RBI Baseball or something. I'm curious now. Maybe I did play oh, this. At the bottom, at the bottom, it seems to say that there are three separate games. Uh, Major League Baseball was com- featured in the first issue of Nintendo Power, compared to RBI Baseball and Bases Loaded. Huh, maybe maybe I did play. Uh, well, RBI oh. baseball looks very similar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh graphics of the two and it looks like they freaking copied they're, each other. They're almost exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> like that is so I remember so I probably did play this and I just thought it was RBI baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible. Yeah. Because I've I remember, uh, like looking at these screenshots. I remember playing this. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now I need to go back and look. I remember bases loaded because they mentioned this one as well. Um, but the thing about bases loaded is, uh, it didn't have like it was like minor league teams basically, and they were like made up. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like you didn't have the same players. You didn't have, uh, uh, you know, it, it was just the same teams or anything like that. It wasn't licensed by Major League Baseball. Um, but the graphics are superior. Like, very superior, in my opinion, for at least Nintendo. But, yeah. but uh, Baseball Stars was the best game. And, but yeah, the thing is, Baseball Stars <laughs> actually had very similar to graphics to RBA Baseball. Yeah. Well, um, and I think I didn't play a baseball game really until the PlayStation after that. Um, forget what it was, but King Griffey was on the cover, I think. Oh, yeah. King, Griff- uh, King Griffey's uh, uh, Super Nintendo game mm-hmm. was like, is definitely uh, goes up there as like one of the all time greats. <laughs> Of uh, sports games, sports titles, in my opinion. But yeah, that one's that one was pretty cool uh, too. Um, yeah. So yeah. So trying to think of some other questions. You have any questions uh, for me about uh, about the league or or the team or baseball related? Uh, how do you get involved in PBE? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Uh, so I was on Reddit, and I was in the Kansas City Royals subreddit, and um, every season PBE does like a recruiting thing. In fact, they just hired a new recruiter head today, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. With LBG, um, legally blind gamer who was a recruiter head at one point, like a year or two ago, and I believe was a recruiter head when I got recruited. Uh, but they would go and post um, on some of the team subreddits about the league, and um, I saw the post on there, and I I saw 
someone who was involved in that subreddit respond and say, hey, it was, it, this is actually pretty cool. And I had seen it before, like previous months, but I always just ignored it because it looked like spam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is weird. And um, I just decided to go check it out. Um, and I didn't understand it. Okay. Oh, so really quickly though, what what kind of got me more interested in, in in this league, which is kind of strange to happen this way, was I remember you always talk about you, you're in the the football league as well with Goat Tank, right? <laughs> like that, you fascinated because like okay, there's like all these leagues where you create a player and it's like a full full team because each person each player is controlled by a person, right? Yep, I actually have. Um, I'm actually involved in three different leagues right now. Oh, that's that's I, awesome. There's a basketball one that I just joined as well. Oh no, I haven't <laughs> talked to you guys about that one yet. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I'm not sure about that one yet either. Um, I, I might. Uh, I think I'm just going to be one season and done with the football one I'm in with Goat Tank, even though he's potentially having a hall of fame career over there um yeah i don't know if i want to continue it over in that one because i'm not having as much fun in that league even though i'm mm-hmm. enjoying my player quite a bit um and yeah, it just comes down to you got the magic in the bottle once right I don't know if you can recreate that again yeah yeah um but uh the basketball one i'm enjoying for now it'll I have a feeling it'll probably, depending on how things go, it'll probably end up being a one career thing over there as well. Um, mm-hmm. But PBE is just like, I don't know. I just, I'm really it's enjoying it. And I don't well, see it. It's just ran so well, in my opinion. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's ran really well. Um, as far as PBE, how did you get um, into the role that you're in now with the, the Rugers? Uh, so like I was saying, like when I got in, I had no idea what what I was really doing and I didn't really understand, um, how it worked. And I didn't like the fact that it was all on discord because I wasn't really using discord too much yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't want to be in a bunch of channels with people pinging me all the time. Right. Um, so I was actually like. My first two weeks of joining, I basically didn't post at all. Oh my gosh. And then I got drafted by the Hepcats, and then I got drafted pick 100 by the Rigorous as just a flyer. <laughs> um, and it was their inaugural draft as a new team. Mm-hmm. Um, Enoch, who is who was the Hepcats GM, uh, started messaging me on Discord. And I was like, all right, well, this guy seems pretty cool. So I talked with him. And he started just kind of explaining stuff to me and showing me how to do stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is now making sense. I kind of understand what's going on now. Sort of like what I do with you, right? Where I just... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Where I just send you, here's what you can do, right? This is not a big deal. Um, yeah, here's a list of stuff broken down. Um, here's how you update, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he did that to me, and that's what got me hooked. And I'm like, okay, well, this is this literally only takes me 15 minutes to do, it's not bad at all. Um, so KC, uh, 15, who is Gustav Beauregard, um, on the Rugurus, who's like going to be like a top 10 player all time by the mm-hmm. end of his career. And uh Philly's fan uh who was Coco McQueen now is w- WR Wolf um were the GMs of that team and they just took a flyer because they were drafting everybody that they could just to see who would stick because it was a brand new team. That was back in the day also when Miners draft and majors draft basically happened at the same time. So you got drafted oh, to a nice. minors team and a majors team right off the bat. Oh wow. Whereas now you get you get put on a minors team for a season 
and then you get mm-hmm. put on a major team. So back then, it, you could find steals out of nowhere because you didn't have anything to go off of. And that's why I was pick 100 because I had been basically inactive uh, right when I joined and I didn't know what I was doing. And then after Enoch had drafted me and taken a chance with me on the Hepcats, it got me started to uh, figure stuff out. And then um, uh, I started becoming active with the Rougarous right after that. What Mm -hmm. was cool about coming into the Rougarous and what also got me hooked is I was coming into a time, because all, all that I knew of was that I got drafted to the New Orleans team. We didn't have a name yet. We didn't have any branding. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it was really cool the way that KC and Phillies uh, did this, where they allowed, after the team got drafted, they allowed us to vote on the branding um, and come up with the name and stuff like that. So that was mm-hmm. a really cool experience to be able to be a part of from the beginning of the Rugers, be able to come up with, uh, help come up with the name, come up with the logo um, and stuff like that. So that's what got me hooked right off the bat is I got to kind of be a part of that um, team creation process as well when I mm-hmm. joined. Um, so that made me right then and there basically a diehard uh, Rougarou because I, I, I enjoyed the GMs. Um, so, so I'd been on the team since day one of being drafted and, um, I, I'm one of like just a couple people in that draft class that is still on the team in some capacity. Um, and, uh, I want to say the, it was the fifth or sixth season. Um, KC uh, decided he wanted to step down as uh, GM, uh, just because he didn't. I he he didn't feel like he was able to um, give enough attention to the team as what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- they offered um, the GM spot to um, people on the team first, and um, I was like. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'll apply. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Phillies talked to me. I, I told him what my vision would be. Um, and at the time, he was just like, I just need someone who can do some of the day-to-day stuff. Like, it's be able to maybe do some sim testing and stuff like that. Like, you don't have to be that involved. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, I can, I can do that. Um, now I'm extremely involved. <laughs> yeah. How, how fun is it doing those, uh, sim tests in, uh, out of the park? Uh, it's a lot of fun. Like it's, uh, it's not that difficult. Like, uh, once you kind of know what you're doing, it's, it can go by pretty fast. Like all I have is like a spreadsheet that, um, kind of shows like wins, losses and stuff like that and stats. And then what I'll do is I'll move the lineups around some or move the pitching assignments around some or move the strategy around some and then run another, like, 50,000 games, which only takes, like, five minutes to do. And um, and then and, and then put those stats down and write the changes that I did. And I'll do that, like, for, like, two hours. And I'll just have, like, 20 lines until I, I get to the point where all right, this is, I have a 75% win rate using this strategy against this team. And I started at maybe 68%. So I was able to increase it by 7% doing the testing and figuring out what the what our best lineup and strategy is against that team. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, that team is also doing the same thing against me at the same time, Right. So when it's all said and done by the end of it, it <laughs> yeah. really comes back down to like 68% because they're, they're making adjustments too um, mm-hmm. uh, against us. So um, uh, the, the sad part is like, even though I might be testing at 60, 70%, it doesn't guarantee you're going to win because statistics, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like, yeah, I mean, we've proven that. Every single playoff 
loss that we've had in the last. Uh, so we're we're going in the, our potentially our eighth season. Uh, first two seasons we weren't uh, expected to win, and we did in our second season. So the last five, yeah, the last five seasons, every single playoff that we lost, we had the higher percentage chance according to our tests. So there's proof wow. right there that, you know, it, it's not. <laughs> Throw it all out. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not going to guarantee that you make it. Um, especially when, you know, I feel like we've had one of the best offenses that the league has ever seen uh, in the last seven seasons or so. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that we're going to win it all, you know? So, um, but it gives me hope this season because we're not expected to win. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can pull it out again like we did our second season. That's how it always works. Even so. even in, in real life, sports is like, oh, this team is going to win and everyone's expecting them to win and then they just get bounced in the second yeah. round. Anyway, with all of that said, um, thanks for uh, coming on the show. We're you know over our time at this point, so uh, we'll we'll see if we can do another one of these and maybe get uh, someone else to come on and join us and uh, uh, maybe talk about uh, some more baseball and and uh, maybe talk about how uh, our seasons are going here this 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 season with the Rugers. Yeah, yeah so. we'll we'll get a little deeper in the season and see how we're doing. Yeah. So, anyway, thanks for uh, coming on, DJ. It was uh, fun talking yeah. to you about baseball, fun reminiscing. Yeah, about, thanks for having uh, me. <laughs> some of the stuff, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll catch you next time. Yep. Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.com dot j c i n k dot net